Starry night, the moon is bright. We'll sing a happy song. Wow, a spot. Spy Kids podcast to listen on to this wonderful story, Alice's adventures in Wonderland or Alice in Wonderland. In our last episode, we talked about Alice was able to bring herself back to a smaller size, which is about nine inches high. The reason why she was、uh, making herself. Nine inches high again was because she、uh, spotted a house in this beautiful garden, and she wanted to check that house out. What is she going to see, and who is she going to meet in that house? Let's see. Are you ready? We're going to recite next chapter, Pig and Pepper. For a minute or two, she stood looking at the house. And wondering what to do next, when suddenly a footman in livery came running out of the wood. She considered him to be a footman because he was in livery. Livery just means uniform. Otherwise, judging by his face only, she would have called him a fish. And rapped loudly at the door with his knuckles. It was opened by another footman in livery with a round face and large eyes like a frog, and both footmen, Alice noticed, had powdered hair that curled all over their heads. She felt very curious to know what it was all about, and crept a little way out of the wood to listen. The fish footman began by producing from under his arm a great letter, nearly as large as himself, and this he handed over to the other, saying, in a solemn tone, "For the Duchess, an invitation from the Queen to play croquet." The frogged footman repeated in the same solemn tone, only changing the order of the words a little. From the Queen, an invitation for the Duchess to play croquet. Then they both bowed low, and their curls got entangled together. Alice laughed so much at this that she had to run back into the wood for fear of their hearing her. And when she next peeped out, the fish footman was gone, and the other was sitting on the ground near the door, staring stupidly up into the sky. Alice went timidly up to the door and knocked. There is no sort of use in knocking, said the footman, and that for two reasons. First, because I'm on the same side of the door as you are. Secondly. Because they are making such a noise inside, no one could possibly hear you. And certainly, there was a most extraordinary noise going on within—a constant howling and sneezing, and every now and then a great crash, a 
as if a dish or a kettle had been broken to pieces. Please, then, said Alice. How am I to get in? There might be some sense in your knocking. The footman went on without attending to her. If we had the door between us, for instance, if you were inside, you might knock, and I could let you out. You know. He was looking up into the sky all the time he was speaking, and this Alice thought decidedly uncivil. But perhaps he can't help it. She said to herself, "His eyes are so very nearly at the top of his head, but at any rate, he might answer questions. How am I to get in?" She repeated aloud, "I shall sit here." The footman remarked, "Till tomorrow." At this moment, the door of the house opened, and a large plate came skimming out, straight at the footman's head. It just grazed his nose and broke to pieces against one of the trees behind him. Or next day, maybe. The footman continued in the same tone, exactly as if nothing had happened. How am I to get in? Asked Alice again in a louder tone. Are you to get in at all? Said the footman. That's the first question, you know. It was no doubt only Alice did not like to be told so. It's really dreadful, she muttered to herself. The way all the creatures argue is enough to drive one crazy. The footman seemed to think this a good opportunity for repeating his remark with variations. I shall sit here, he said, on and off for days and days. But what am I to do? said Alice. Anything you like, said the footman, and began whistling. Oh, there's no use in talking to him, said Alice desperately. He's perfectly idiotic, and she opened the door and went in. The door led right into the large kitchen, which was full of smoke from one end to the other. The Duchess was sitting on a three-legged stool in the middle, nursing a baby. The cook was leaning over the fire, stirring a large cauldron which seemed to be full of soup. There is certainly too much pepper in the soup, Alice said to herself, as well as she could for sneezing. There was certainly too much of it in the air. Even the Duchess sneezed occasionally, and as for the baby, it was sneezing and howling alternately without a moment's pause. The only things in the kitchen that did not sneeze were the cook, and a large cat, which was lying on the hearth and grinning from ear to ear. Please, would you tell me? said Alice a little timidly. But she was not quite sure whether it was good manners for her to speak first. Why your cat grins like that? It's a Cheshire cat," said the Duchess, "and that's why, pig." She said the last word with such a sudden violence that Alice quite jumped. But she saw in another moment that it was addressed to the baby and not to her. So she took courage and went on again. I didn't know that Cheshire cats always grinned. In fact, I didn't know that cats could grin. They all can," said the Duchess, "and most of them do. I don't know of any that do. 
Alice said very politely, feeling quite pleased to have got into a conversation. "You don't know much," said the Duchess, "and that's a fact." Alice did not at all like the tone of this remark and thought it would be as well to introduce some other subject of conversation. While she was trying to fix on one, the cook took the cauldron of soup off the fire, and at once set to work throwing everything within her reach at the Duchess and the baby. The fire irons came first, then followed a shower of saucepans, plates, and dishes. The Duchess took no notice of them, even when they hit her. And the baby was howling so much already that it was quite impossible to say whether the blows hurt it or not. Cried Alice, "Oh, please mind what you're doing!" Jumping up and down in an agony of terror. Oh, there goes his precious nose! As an unusually large saucepan flew close by it and very nearly carried it off. Then the Duchess said. If everybody minded their own business, the world would go round a deal faster than it does. Which would not be an advantage," said Alice, who felt very glad to get an opportunity of showing off a little of her knowledge. Just think of what work if it would make with the day and night. You see, the Earth takes twenty-four hours to turn round on its axis. Talking of axis. Said the Duchess, chop off her head. Alice glanced rather anxiously at the cook to see if she meant to take the hint, but the cook was busily stirring the soup and seemed not to be listening. So she went on again. Twenty-four hours, I think, or is it twelve? I, I, uh, oh, don't bother me," said the Duchess. "I never could abide figures." And with that, she began nursing her child again, singing a sort of lullaby to it as she did so, and giving it a violent shake at the end of every line. Speak roughly to your little boy and beat him when he sneezes. He only does it to annoy because he knows it teases. Wow! 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 While the Duchess sang the second verse of the song, she kept tossing the baby violently up and down, and the poor little thing howled so that Alice could hardly hear the words. I speak severely to my boy. I beat him when he sneezes, for he can roughly enjoy the pepper when he pleases. Wow! 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 Here, you may nurse it a bit if you like. Duchess said to Alice, flinging the baby at her as she spoke, "I must go and get ready to play croquet with the Queen." And she hurried out of the room. The cook threw a frying pan after her as she went, but it just missed her. What a weird house with all the crazy things going on. A crying baby, a very unfriendly Duchess. A cook who would never speak a word, and a very very weird footman as well. If I were Alice, I'd probably already gone mad. <laughs> okay, so we still have 
a bit more to continue for this chapter pig and pepper so stay with us and uh, let us share with you what is happening after alice was given this baby by the duchess will the baby calm down with alice or will the baby just giving her more trouble please follow us and listen to our next episode please remember to hit the follow button for wowo spy kids podcast you will get notifications as soon as a new episode is up we'll see you very soon starry night the moon is bright we'll sing a happy song wow a spot